Alright. You ready? Yeah. <coughs> Just give me one second. Alright. Give us a countdown, Freddy. Hold on. Please Hold tell on. me you got the reference. Didn't even hear what you said. I said, give us a countdown, Freddy. <laughs> Five, four, Three, I know you, you see. Somehow the world has changed for me. It would be so wonderful. Sweet life, breathing. Somehow I know I'm gonna get there. All right. Look how you just <laughs> digressed into like fucking moaning out the ends of the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know. It's kind of just. I know. Goes. You mean? World oh chain for me. Yuck. Be so <laughs> wonderful. Ew. And that's it. <laughs> am I recording? <laughs> Fuck, I am. All right. <laughs> All right, Bob, you ready? It's always a banger. Because it's time for the Frying Fan Podcast. Oh, you know, when you said that, I was expecting, like, a real-life segue to happen and, like, our intro st- would start rolling in my headset. I mean, I can if you wanted to. I got, I'll send I you mean, a file if you want to just right. constantly play it in your head. I, you know, I kind of need that because, you know, I, like, I fell into silence mentally because I was like, all right, I have a quick, you know, five-second intro going through. But we don't even do this live. So it doesn't matter. Uh, t- yeah, no, you're right. But um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, um, Daniel Cyber Monday Masochist Seer. And here's my co-host. Uh, Robert, it's actually Tuesday, but we're okay with that, D'Onofrio. <laughs> we got... Uh, how do our middle names keep changing? Um, The legal process to change your name is not that complicated. Really? Well, I don't actually know, but I'm just kind of hoping, maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> I saw in an episode of Regular Show that um, uh, Rigby paid 50 bucks to change his name to Trash Boat. Trash Boat. Trash Boat. Trash Boat. How, how much money would someone have to offer you to change your name? Not even to, like, something bad, just, like... Just to change it to, like, so oh, your like, name is... Like, da- your name's Dancy, or what if I were just like, all right... You are now Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan. Um, do I get to decide, or do you have to decide? Well, I'm saying, like, how much... You no, know, I get to decide, but it's a normal name. But how much money would you have to get for that? Um, 300000 No less. Really? Yeah. See, I would, you know, I would do it for a small amount, given that, you know, you can just change it back. Yeah, I suppose. But, like, if you were like, hey... I'll pay you, and you can decide what you want to change your name to. I do it for, like, five bucks. <laughs> I do it for dirt cheap, dude. Are you saying you would? Well, that's the thing. Like, at that, that point, you're just making it seem like you want to do it. So why why would I pay you? Well, because you're a nice friend, and you care, is what I'm hoping for. But um, um, well, if you could yes. change your name to something, what would you change it to? It doesn't even have to um, be, like, an actual name. <laughs> I got mine lined up. I I would uh I'd have my first name be like Braxton or something, something manly, something cool sounding, you know. Braxton is a pretty. That's a pretty beefy yeah. first name. 
Yeah, Braxton. People can call me Brax. Mm. And that way, like, you can greet me by saying, like, what's Bracken, Brax? Ooh, that's good. You know? That's cute. I like that. But, alas, my name's Robert, and, yeah. See, um, I I would, I'd be, uh, I'd change my first name to Razor. Razor? uh, I think my last name would be, like, Silverback. Razor Silverback. I mean, with a name like that, what do you think I bench? Um... If I'm going to be real with you, probably like 110. That wasn't the answer I was hoping for. Well, uh, I was hoping for like a 350, no less, but... um. Well, because you already know, if someone's name is Razor, that wasn't their given name. They changed it to that, so they're trying to compensate for something already. Um, Compensate? Or... Mm, I can't think of the word I want to use. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll stick with compensate yeah moving that, on how was your day today <laughs> um i don't know it was a pretty boring day it was a nice little tuesday but i got i got my needs from the grocery store today got some sales it was good i heard you left something behind oh yeah i forgot my glasses at the gym today but like in reality it doesn't matter because I like my backup pair of glasses anyways, but they have a little, like, I don't know, they have a little cut in the corner, which is weird. A little scratchy scratch? A little scratchy scratch, but I like them better, and I'd rather wear them, but I don't, I don't, and I, I don't know what's stopping me, <laughs> but I'll f- see if they're on the bike tomorrow. And... On the You left them on the bike? Yeah, because the bikes have little cup holders, and I normally put my glass in there, because I always forget to take them off before I get out of the car. And, um, yeah. How about you, buddy? How was your day? Um, you know, my day was fairly normal. It was very windy today. Oh, I feel it. And, uh, so, it's, it's, it's no secret. I don't drive. Well, now I do. But today was, like, my first, like, real time, you know, driving a decent distance by myself. And let me tell you, I was worried for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, it's... It's not scary at all. It's relieving, actually. Like, the only worry I had is, like, after 10 minutes, I was like, wow, this is boring. I better make sure I actually keep paying attention. Dude, I I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. Of When I drive, like, more than 10 minutes, I forget where I, I like, I don't remember how I got to where I am. <laughs> I... Like it sounds it. like Dan's got undiagnosed narcolepsy and he just sleep drives. Yeah, or dementia and I'm just like short-term memory loss. There's a lot of things probably. But... <laughs> Young adult onset dementia. Yes, at 20 years old. It's a bit of a tragedy. But, uh, um... I feel like that would be called something else though at that um... point. Oof, that ain't <laughs> it, Chief. Um, anyways, no, so that was interesting. You know, that's how my day started. Um, and then college. Well, you know, it's towards the end of the semester, so crunch time, you know how that be. Drop out. Drop out. Just drop Mm. out. I don't know. Maybe if we can get some sponsor spots and our podcast takes off. Who knows? Oh, we gotta need the podcast to take off first. Um, uh, well, who knows? Maybe. Maybe I can just sneak into one of our friend's startup companies and just act like I belong. Jesus, maybe. Um, speaking of sponsor that's not sponsored, um, mm-hmm. this is not this is not a sponsor. But um, 
Oh, you had me excited. No, sorry. I would have let you know prior, but um, I you? yeah, of course. <laughs> we would have celebrated about it, but um, I started using Robinhood, and it's like this app that kind of helps you get started with stocks and like stock trading. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna try and get into that. We'll see how long it lasts, but it should be exciting. Interesting. Yeah. Um. There's an app that I can't think of or a program or whatever, but it's like simul simulated stock. So it still uses the same numbers as the actual market, but you don't have any money at risk. Okay. So it's like a way to like train yourself. I um. I'd rather gamble my life. Oh, Ian, let me know. I was gonna say I'd rather gamble my life savings away, but um, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a go big or go home kind of person. So either. Mm -hmm. I'm ruining my life or nothing else. You know, that company, that, you know, that app, they hired um, Am uh, an Amazon veteran as their CFO, which is kind of cool. Like someone that worked at Amazon? Yeah, like their, their CFO. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't which is kind of cool. Isn't working at Amazon like basically um, like a sweatshop? Isn't it really bad? I mean, let me tell you, I worked there for seasonal, you know, as a way of just making some quick cachet, as the as the young people do, right? Mm -hmm. It was horrifying, see, because you hear the scanners in your sleep and the conveyor belts, because you're in a factory, it's not quiet, and you're, you know, for me, I was standing in like a six by six area, just moving my arms, Mm -hmm. And they cracked the whip a decent bit on the numbers as well. Is there, so like, is there an actual whip or um, um, metaphorically speaking? According to the document that I had to sign, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your answer. Um, anyways, no, it was, uh, you know, because the reason though why it was bad is because the work was practically like mindless, but you still had to pay attention enough to where you couldn't zone out and the day would you know the day just wouldn't fly by oh that's gross in my experience also like you know not or being afraid to use the bathroom because your numbers will drop is kind of you know not a nice way to be because let me tell you say you're having a you know bad day maybe got a little cough and your numbers drop they'll let you know that's tragic yeah, I've never, I've never heard anything good about somebody that's worked at Amazon. I but... mean, people, people are like, yeah, my Amazon success story, and you know, that's you know, once they make it to the rank of you know manager or whatever, they get to be the one telling you that your numbers suck. Hey, speaking of success story, speaking of my girl Amanda Bynes is making a comeback. Is she now? <laughs> We talking comeback kid style, or are we talking like she just you know appeared again? We're talking no, she. Uh, I mean, to my knowledge, this is like her first kind of, like, hey, I'm really out here trying to come back to society and do it real big. Mm -hmm. Which is how she probably would have worded it, but um, do you remember? Let me tell you, my childhood was all that in the Amanda Show for a very long time. So this can't is say I agree. Really? No, it wasn't really my thing. Oh, well, I guess it's continue though. I guess it's just my dream, but I'm very happy to hear that she was on the cover of Paper Magazine and she was very adamant about I'm ready to come back. 
Oh, she... are these the photos here? Oh, she's she's looking good. Yeah, she's doing fine now, from what I know. I mean, I know like a few months ago she had a, I'm pretty sure it was her, where she had a scare of trying to abduct um kids. But um, um... We, can, we can look past that. It's fine. You know, for this sake, I hope it's not her. No, I'm pretty sure it was. It was like she was trying to, um, there was like a homeless family on the street or something, and she was like, come back or let me have the kids and take them back to the hotel and the parents are like um you're not taking my kids thank you though mm. this is one of those but regardless um you know on the bright side though from what i'm seeing you know from this article from paper mag it seems like she like acknowledges that her behavior was you know pretty bizarre and out there and stuff yeah well i know she um I guess she was saying that Adderall was, like, I don't want to say, like, the gateway drug for her, but I guess people referred to it as the skinny pill, and I assume when you're an actress, that's like, oh, shit, sign me up. And um, and I think it just went, like, downhill constantly from there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, no, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't Amanda Bynes with the kids. It was Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, that's... That's what I was thinking, you know. That's. I'm glad it wasn't her, you know. Yeah. Now, <laughs> thanks for listening so to me rant, though. Yeah. Okay. So I found a quote from her from the paper magazine article, and I think it's actually quite beautiful in a sense. Oh, let me hear it then. It says, "I have no fear of the future. I've been through the worst and came out the other end and survived it. So I just feel like it's only up from here." That's cute. It is. It really is. I like that. I like that a loot. But um, a loot. You like it a loot. Sorry, my inner Canadian popped out. You were supposed to say Canuck. No. You mean that's You mean you mean Canuck? That's not a derogatory term, right? A little bit, but um. Is it though? No, it's not. Okay, I I hope not. Because... There's there's the a hockey team called the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, well, I mean, honestly. We have the Blackhawks and the Redskins, so I guess it really, it's, mm. it's a possibility. Well, you know, if Canuck is derogatory, and I am in fact an ignorant person, please let me know in the comment sections down below, and do it in a nice way. <laughs> My ego is fragile, and I cannot take criticism. Thank you. Please Still. only compliments. If it is, in fact, what you consider constructive criticism, I would consider it hate speech. Don't do it. Hey, fucking men. Not really. But just back, kidding. Back to back to my girl Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. I cannot tell you how happy I am that it's a a reality. What, she's, what's she's, her What's her show from your childhood? What dude, channel was that? Amanda like, Show. That was that was no, that was Nickelodeon. Was it? Okay. It, it was honestly like a an acid trip in a show. There was some. <laughs> it was actually like scary some parts. If you If you want to talk about acid trips in a show, I. <laughs> I believe we've discovered a show over the weekend that uh, fills that. Yeah, save that for a second. I want to talk about the Amanda show. Go for it. All right, we have it had everything. We got Drake Bell. We got Dancing Lobsters. Amanda Bynes. Um, Amanda Bynes pretending to be a fan that's obsessed with Amanda Bynes. It was just it had everything you needed. A live audience. You know, I love the fact that you can be completely pulling my leg right now, and I would just be accepting of it. And, you know, the worst part is that even though you have no idea, all of it is true. <laughs> you know, it really doesn't sound like it. 
but that's okay. I feel like if huh. that show came out like nowadays, it would it would have been even better, or it could have been even do you, better. Do you think? Yeah, so I think a lot of things would have flew. Or, that's uh, so random. Yeah, that too. That was a good one. Uh, really lived up to its name. No, this whole part cut it. Cut it. What's your issue? I said fucking cut What's it. What's your fucking problem, Robert? Get in here. You want to talk about it? I have no problem. Plot twist. This isn't a podcast anymore. It's an intervention. Hot 937. Intervention. Bobby, That's the word mad. I've been looking for. For what? I was writing it. I was writing an essay, and I couldn't think of the word for intervention, so I, I like made a roundabout way of saying, when your close friends and family get together to try and help you in a group fashion... And I literally typed that out like that because I couldn't think of it. You're an idiot. Well, no, not know, really, but I tr- I try my best. I mean, better known intervention, uh, sniper rifle from Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. No. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, any- sure. Is there anything you want to talk about, my dear friend? <laughs> Um, you know, actually, I there is something. So, if you, uh, I don't know if you've paid attention lately, but climate change is real. No, that's fake. That's fake news. Yeah, uh, contrary to popular belief, <coughs> popular, um, climate change is real. And in acknowledgement of this, GMC has set out to uh, decrease their workforce by, what was it, 15%, which is sad. But hopefully they'll in turn turn their company into something maybe different, which can hire more people back in a more green standpoint. But in that same vein, an article from um, the from Nature, which is um, a well known, well known, um, <laughs> well, you I'm sound too confident that one, Chief. I'm trying to think if it is well known. It's decently uh, well known. But nature, nature, basically, it's the International Journal of Science. And the first sun dimming experiment test is fairly close. And we're talking, like, I believe, like, the beginning portion of 2019 close. Hmm. Um, question. The, 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 hmm? Go for it. Um, how, how do, what is the sun dimming process? How are we going to do it? So the spark notes of it really is they plan, keyword there, to spray sunlight reflecting particles into the stratosphere, mm-hmm. which is like where clouds hang out. No, they're just chilling. And in turn, it reflects a good portion of the sun's rays, which would then lower the planet's overall temperature because of the, uh, the, radi- the radiational heating will not be as strong from the sun. Okay. Um... Now, there's concerns with this, because, you know, you hear people say, yeah, we're going to be spraying some microscopic particles into the air. And, you know, first people think is, you know, okay, sounds like smog, sounds like it's going to give me lung cancer. Well, who knows at the moment, really. But that's just a concern. It's a really big fucking can of hairspray. That yeah, they're just going to shoot into the ozone. Yeah, you're just taking a can of Axe deodorant and just spraying it straight into your lungs. Um, no thank you. <laughs> Nothing smelled worse than a middle school boy's locker room when 
guys discovered that axe was a thing. Oh, you come on! How else are they supposed to you know flaunt their pubescentness? Mm, not really. But yeah, uh, okay. Uh, I believe the substance they're using is like powdered calcium carbonate. Okay. Which is it is what it is. There's no way to say it's calcium carbonate. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it shouldn't just plunge us into an ice age. I mean, I'm su- I'm su- I'm sure they're gonna they're going to be doing you know a controlled air you know a controlled test first. I'm not really sure how that goes. Regardless, I'm interested to see where this goes out. You know, people may be like, you know, it sounds like we're you know treating symptoms rather than the issue. But you I know, mean- I read some I read somewhere. And they put it beautifully. Sometimes you have to treat the symptoms so the patient can stay alive so you have enough time to cure the cause. Oh, that is good. I mean, yeah. I feel like it was the first time that we've like publicly actually taken a step to try and prevent uh, the Earth from killing itself. Well, no, because there's been you know, green movements you know, during like the Obama administration and whatnot, but... It's uh yeah, but it ha- it's never been to like this degree, has it? Well, it's because a huge question was asked recently, you know, among environmental scientists. You know, did we fall off the cliff? Did are we too far gone? Probably. You know. Um. Well, the answer that they came to at the moment is, you know, they don't know. It's simply just too hard to tell. Mm. You know, because we've had only say. 300 years of industrialization if just just 300 no big you know that that's still murdering our earth but we do a damn good job at that you know who's to say how fast you know like what the actual de- the decay rate of it is you know that it's hard to quantify yeah you know and then you have nations like china who are reducing their carbon and uh their carbon footprint drastically though you know it's better, obviously, if they have done it from the start, but the technology wasn't there. But overall, I think the whole sun dimming experiment is pretty cool. You know, it, um, I'm interested to see, like, what their, uh, like, the actual numbers of the global cooling will be. Yeah. You know, like, are we talking, like, our average summer, summer temperature in Connecticut where we are will go from, like, you know, I don't know what it actually is, but let's just say 95 to 85 you know, does this mean we'll have more brutal winters? You know, will the will they have to keep spraying these particles over time? I'm you know, I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm hoping for the second ice age. Um not a you know, Um, to a degree. I mean I do enjoy the cold, but the whole idea of you know, me having to put on, you know, nine layers to go take the trash out isn't very uh, appealing to me. No, I can agree to that. Um well, what about the opposite, where volcanoes just start shooting out of the ocean? Um, well, I don't really like the heat either, so, you know, I just hope. It's kind of crass, but I would hope I'd be I'd rather be dead than have to experience <laughs> either or, really. I understand. How about, um, we bring dinosaurs back? Ooh, bring dinosaurs back. I don't, um, think, I don't think I'd want to bring dinosaurs back, personally. Pretty sure Jurassic Park just tried that. It doesn't seem to have worked out in any scenario. All right, guys, we're going to bring back the dinosaurs again. Now, I know, I know what you're thinking. Oh, they're just going to kill people again. Not the, not the fourth time. It, it couldn't <laughs> happen a fourth time, right? 
Hey, you know those dinosaurs that just killed people like five years ago? Chris Pratt, you have to go and save them. And Chris Pratt's like, look at me, I'm Chris Pratt playing Chris Pratt in a movie. Like every Sorry, movie. Chris Pratt. About Chris Pratt. <laughs> By Chris Pratt. Starring who? Director Chris Pratt. There it is. Don't forget um, <laughs> sound design and um, choreography by Chris Pratt. Oh, yes. In writing, Chris Pratt. You know, actually, fun fact, kind of unrelated, but um, the newest Jurassic Park film is in the top 15 of most grossing movies. Really? Yeah. I don't understand in any way, shape, or form how, though. I mean, maybe it had, like, a world release, and, like, it's, a, it's like, a fairly kid-friendly movie as well. Yeah, I guess you're right, but, like, top 15? That's crazy. I mean, if it did have, like, a world release, I kind of can see that as well, because, like, dinosaurs, bro, those yeah. are gonna... If, the, if those won't grab, like, any anyone from ages, like, 6 to... 60. 25, okay. like, that age range, I mean, I know personally... Call me a child all you want, but you say dinosaurs, my attention kind of peaks a little bit, so... You're a child. I'm a child. There, I just, said it. Just a man-child. <laughs> a very hairy man-child. Essentially, I'm just a gorilla with full cognitive abilities of a human. <laughs> Alright. Alright. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Well, anyways, in the same vein of that, um... The calif... Um... Yeah, spoiled it for you. In the same vein of the whole climate change thing, good news, well, and kind of bad at the same time because we get to actually see how bad the damage is, the California wildfires have been confirmed to be 100% contained now. How does that make you feel? Um, It's okay. They have, <laughs> the, the, the statement have been thrown around that they've been the most devastating fires in, history, in uh, centuries. Yeah, well... Um, Malibu's pretty gone. I don't know if you've seen any pictures, but it actually just looks like a Call of Duty Zombies map. Are you serious? Yeah, it's just ash everywhere, and, um, I don't think, well, they didn't show it, but a lot of human remains, so. Um. Pretty bad, bad. Last time I checked, the death toll was at, like, 88. That sounds about right. And I think over 200 are still missing, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a little sad. But how do you think... Wow, it was contained in 153,336 acres. That is a lot of land to just be on fire. I honestly think California is just a a clusterfuck of natural disasters. And I remember a while ago, California wanted to not be a part of the U.S. And I said, hey, if you can kick yourself away from the U.S. You're free to be an island. I don't care. <laughs> These guys just deal with earthquakes, fires, um, always being hot, um, hipsters. Well, I mean, it's not actually, I mean. It is a piece of shit place, Bobby. You can't justify this to me. <laughs> There's a lot of good things out in California. Give me an example. Give me three. Um, well... You know, the stoner in me wants to just instantly say legal marijuana. Not allowed. You could just go um, to Vermont. Well, I mean, I would much rather go there. Or to Maine. But then let's just go to Maine. I don't want to take a to trip to California. Aside, I mean, they got like Hollywood. 
which yeah. is pretty touristy. You know, I've heard that the Hollywood area is actually quite terrible. The homeless population is quite rampant in that area. I thought you were supposed to be giving me reasons on why California is not so bad, Bobby. Well, maybe I just didn't want to say it was just shithole, Dan. <laughs> well, I... Well, all right. Let me just say, um, for people who were affected by the fire, I'm sorry, and I hope any damages... Um, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will bless you with something, maybe. Oh, all right, let's not. How tired are you? Dude, I haven't slept in the past three days. Perhaps you're... Hmm. Hmm. What's... What do you think it is, Doc? The power of editing. But no, um, perhaps... You have uh, some anxiety built up or something that you need to get off your chest, and you're just fighting to keep those emotions down, to keep up with your mono-emotional lifestyle. That was pretty deep. Yeah, there's something I want to get off my chest, Bobby. Go for it. My favorite band, the 1975, are coming out with an album this Friday, and I'm very excited. There, you know, I spilled it. the beans. Bring your own excitement. Bring <laughs> Dude, it up. I'm fucking lying down. Well, anyways, that's all for the California fires, I think. You know, gladly they are being contained, and, you know, we're awaiting to see what the damage reports are. And hopefully everyone can do what they can to help the victims. Yeah. But um, on a lighter note, Dan, is there anything you want to talk about today? Hopefully yeah. it's on a lighter note, that uh, is. Well, not kind of lighter, but yeah, I wanted to talk about um, Neon Genesis Evangelions coming to Netflix in spring of 2019. <sighs> Ooh. That's <laughs> okay. So, let me give a quick, uh, quick. Let me give a quick one. So, so <laughs> Evangelion's an anime, and Dan, do you mind explaining why this is actually, you know, a decent deal? <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you something. Neon Genesis Evangelion is an oldie but a goodie. Uh, <laughs> came out in I think like 1996. And it's one of those like old ones that you'd watch that um, it's like the critically acclaimed ones that yeah, you know like you still you. hear about twenty years later. Yeah. Um. And let me tell you something. If you've ever watched it or you've made it, yeah. Well, if you've ever watched it, you know that the ending to it is an absolute clusterfuck <laughs> that I don't think should be on Netflix. Okay, so that brings us to the topic of. Netflix is normalizing anime, isn't it? Like, you know, I, I I distinctly remember, you know, when I was getting into it in, you know, late middle school, early high school, it was still kind of like a taboo hobby to have. But Netflix is just constantly getting the rights to shows and churning them out. And Netflix is, com- is a bunch of fucking weebs, uh, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, yeah, they... What are, what are the other ones they had? I know they had the Devilman Crybaby. I don't know if that was original, but that one was uh, pretty believe, good. Yeah, that was definitely original. I mean, they've put, like, Attack on Titan, Seven Deadly Sins. You know, they've put a lot on there. Oh, One Punch. They got One Punch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they, they're they normalizing, which I think is a good thing, you know, because I think anime should be enjoyed by everybody, considering, you know, the production value that goes into it is insane. Yeah. My issue is that I hope, um, I hope that like developers of shows and like the um, studios that 
pump them out, get some of the revenue from it. Oh yeah, I definitely. I know that's been a main issue with um. Yeah. You, yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I kind of also like the whole normalizing anime thing, just because like I feel like it's like a media outlet that people like you know should really give a shot because you know not many people read books nowadays and like. You know, TV is TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, one of those it, things. It just, it just adds more to the palette to, you know, consume yourself with. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, if you want some, like, it's got something for everybody. If you want something mindless to watch, then it's pretty, it's an easy go-to oh, yeah. for me. I mean, anime is just a broad category in general. It Really, the only thing that encompasses it is the fact that it's animated and, well, foreign. Yeah. Well, at least for us, that is. Yeah. God bless America. God bless America. I, I wonder why in Netflix, though, like, like what their turning point was. I think I remember. Just, sorry. I think they're just trying to reach like a bigger demographic. And I think that's one of the easiest way to is mm. by uh, getting everything and literally everything. <laughs> I mean, all right, I'll be real with you. Netflix pumps out a lot of dog shit shows. So oh, whenever yeah, they def- get whenever they get the right to like old shows or like good shows, I'm like, all right, this is good. You want to talk about one of the new shows that we experienced on Netflix over the weekend? Fucking big mouth. <laughs> big mouth. Um, I didn't know anything about it. What is big mouth, it. people might ask? Yeah, we, me and my dear friend Robert had no idea of what it was, but our also near dear friend um, showed it to us, and it was an adventure. I think it's a show about puberty? I th- yeah, I think it's like a sex ed I show, think... but I don't think you could show it to middle schoolers, you know? Well, like that's the like that's the weird thing. Like I'm I'm struggling to figure out who this show's demographic is cuz it's about middle schoolers going through puberty, but the but it's like all adult content like, you know, along that vein. So, they're making a show for adults about middle schoolers going through puberty? Yeah, it's it's odd. Um, I, they got Jordan Peele on board, so you know it's good. Well, but, they also got like you know, um, what was his name? Nick Kroll. He's pretty funny. That's an ugly name. Uh, last name, at least. Sorry, Nick Kroll, but your last name is kind of hideous. Nick Kroll, feel free to come on our show and let us know what you think of Dan calling your name ugly. Nick they Kroll. also got John Mulaney, and I think he's one of the funniest comedians that we have in this in this era of like. You know, fair like non niche comedians. That is, mm, I actually don't know who that is. Do you to... don't know who John Mulaney is? All right, we you know what. I'm not gonna get into this because I, I... watch a comedy show, it watch was... Kid Gorgeous, watch The Comeback Kid. They're great. I was gonna say you can show me. Uh... They're on Netflix. Speaking oh. of, oh yeah. Um, going back to Netflix. Well, actually, we've still been on Netflix, but um. Well, yeah. Uh. One thing Netflix can do without is anything that's a live adaptation of something. Oh boy, oh boy. I think that's something we can um everyone can agree that it's got to go. It's never worked and it won't work except for Detective Pikachu. That's the only one where I'm like, "Hey, if it works, cool." And I I have confidence in it. Well, that's the thing. Hopefully it works. Hopefully yeah. it's just not a steaming pile of shite. Yeah, you can You, you know, you know it's actually funny. <laughs> You know what a uh, you know what a review for Big Mouth is? What? Wildly inappropriate. Certainly not for children under the age of eighteen. That leaves adults eighteen and over enjoying cartoon children. 
Cartoon. Sorry to Cartoon children in adult situations. There's a place for children and teens to learn about these matters in a healthy way that is not through media of all places. It never ceases to amaze me how far off society has gotten with acceptable content. Terrible. You know, as like trolly as it is, I agree with some of it, but not in the same well, yeah, perspective. <laughs> like, cause like, I mean, the synopsis for a show is, uh, even for a cartoon character going through puberty isn't easy for a young person. Andrew was learning firsthand as an experienced the nightmare that is growing up in this animated series geared towards adults. Oh, it does say it's geared towards adults. Okay. Well, I mean, I wonder if it's, I wonder if they're like, their idea was like, Hey, you went through this. Remember this? Yeah. That's kind of gotta be what it has to be. But at the same time, they, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but they've showed some pretty, uh, questionable things for children to be doing. They show dicks. Yeah, they've also showed a child getting peed on. <clears throat> Sorry, middle school age kid getting mm. peed on. So now it's not okay. Well, but if it's now, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not, don't worry, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Safe. Safe. <laughs> well, regardless, the show is interesting. You know, watch it inebriated. Watch it not inebriated. It doesn't matter. Because you're still going to be thinking that you're on some form of drugs while you're watching it. This is true. It's um, it's honestly unsettling. I think it's got it's... 100% on Rotten Tomatoes is what's unsettling. Fucking why? It's not like a masterpiece, personally. But it's um... it's some, it's definitely worth watching. I'll give it that. It's a nominee for the Breakthrough series. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it's just because it's different, I guess. <laughs> But yeah. fuck it. okay, that's sure. We'll we'll go with that. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, it's it's definitely an interesting show, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth a watch. Like I said. maybe a little scarring, actually. Very, yeah. It made me think, like, you know, am I a pedophile, or um, am I good? Um, hmm. I hope you're not a pedophile. Well, okay, not in the okay, okay. Um, you know what I yeah. mean power of editing don't don't spin me into that don't spin me into an evil person here bobby <laughs> thank you next what's the, what's that um what's that guy's name from the uh show to catch a predator chris hansen yeah just my voice changes and you hear chris hansen yeah. come <laughs> behind you won't you have a seat and i'm like no no i like dude i love watching that and they're like <sighs> He's like, oh, yeah, you can go. And they're like, no, I can't. I know there's cops outside. <laughs> Come on, Chris, please. <laughs> it's like, well, if you're going to go get down and dirty with a 14-year-old, you can get down and dirty with a 35-year-old in the shower. Too far? Uh, Not really, actually. I think it's justifiable. Oh, definitely. Child if you diddle kids, you should be dead. <laughs> I, won't, I won't even cut that out because I agree entirely. I there's only th one thing worse than a rapist, a child. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, that video Fuck. needs to make it into the description just yeah. so people can know what we're talking about. Yeah, I'll I'll link it. I'll link it. Most I, think, Most I think in the description I'll start putting timestamps of what we talk about too, just so it uh 
you know. Ooh, that'd be good. And then maybe like a link or two to the articles. Yeah. That's a smart way of doing things. Yeah, just a little time consuming. That's okay. It's not like I do anything with my life anyways. This is true. All you do is work, gym, and slave away. Work, gym, slave away. Um, check my stocks. Go to bed. Check your st- you're st- you're a bondsman now, Dan. Yeah, I'm on Wall Street and now. I have a, like a Brooklyn accent, and I'm just screaming at people that it's just not gonna work. Is it? <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> um, do you think you could ever work on Wall Street? Hell no. I don't feel like I could deal with that kind of stress. Dude, let me tell you, I get claustrophobic so easily in, like, public environments like that. Like, even walking around New York City sometimes is just too much. Or, like, Times Square. Okay, no one. <laughs> like, if you're just, if, if if you don't have a problem walking around New York City, there's the problem is you. Yeah. If you, en- all right, real talk. If you enjoy walking around Times Square, there's something wrong with you, not me. Yeah, like. If your idea of having a fun day is just walking around New York, like, without a specific place in mind, like, hey, you're half sane, but the other half of you is just a masochist that enjoys being stuck in awkward social situations with people you don't know in closed-off and close environments. Agreed. I mean, I'll go to New York and for, like, shopping. That's the only reason I really go to New York, or unless there's, like, a show at MSG. But, um... um. There's like interesting things like I mean hell I've gone to the city just to just to watch you know a movie in their big theater. Oh, now let me tell you, the first time I went to a theater that had recliners, oh boy, I was, I was like this this is heaven. That that's the way to be really. Actually, is reclining did you, theaters. Did you know our theater? I think we have recliners now. Uh, half of it does, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but I haven't been to the movies in a long time since we got them in, but I think we have them now. It's been a grip. Mm. It's been a grip. I think we got to boogie on down sometime. Most definitely. We can't talk about movies, though. We do that too much. That'll be next episode. Spoiler alert, next episode's dedicated to movies, and we're going to have a special guest on. You heard it here first. Is that confirmed? Uh, I'll ask him, but yeah. Um, It's halfway confirmed, folks. Stay tuned. We're at like a 65%. You can check up on us on Twitter or something if you really want the full details. We don't post there yet, but we will. Yeah, I would if, you know, I had a reason to. Mm, Hey, we're gaining a following. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, we got like 100,000. No, wrong. You you got the wrong guys. Uh, Do we? Yep. Yeah, that one's not us. Yeah. Wait, so the... The person that noticed me for my voice wasn't wasn't from our podcast. Someone noticed you for your voice. Uh, yeah. You don't sound yeah. you, you don't sound too convincing with that. Yeah, def- definitely, definitely. Okay. Come on. <laughs> All right, Robert. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Come on. If you just if you tell people you're successful enough, they'll have no choice but to believe it. This is true. This is why in my Instagram bio, I say that I'm a host to a podcast as opposed to not having a bio. So that the ladies will think I do something with my life. But they'll I'm be- fairly certain that my Instagram bio just says like frying pan podcast and that is it. I think it does. Yeah, like no, no links. No, here, check yeah. us out here. It's just yeah uh hey 
Yeah. That how I sound to you? Yeah, sometimes you just kind of remind me of the um, the Yeti from Rudolph. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know how to properly respond but to like, that. But like in a loving way. Like, um, Am I being personally attacked? Is yeah, that what's going on here? Yeah, a little bit. You just... know, why don't we just... Why don't we just jump into something else here? All right. What do you got? Dan, I heard I heard one of your favorite uh, one of your favorite bands is getting a new album. Yep, they are indeed my one of my one of my oldest favorite bands. Nineteen seventy five is coming out with an album on I believe it's the thirtieth. I'm ninety five. Hold on. We can have Stephen Google that for you. Yeah, Steve, I'll give it real quick. Uh, oh, but anyways, yeah, nineteen seventy five. Dan's favorite album. I haven't listened to them, which kind of makes me a bad friend in an aspect. But at the same time, I'm sure I've heard them before, I like do. in the car. Yeah, I normally always play in the car. Yeah. 1975. <laughs> uh, a Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships is the name of the album. Um, if you don't know who they are, they're like an electro-pop, yeah. power-pop, post-rock kind of band. Are um, they indie? Yeah, they're indie. They're indie. Plot twist. Um, so you haven't probably heard of them yeah plot no no they're pretty they're pretty popular but um i'm just a bit of a hipster so dan is a hipster he likes to go to coffee shops and work on his macbook i don't even have a macbook but i do love going to coffee shops and drinking tea and all that yada yada you know what i mean god yeah i'm kind of gross you like to click your chelsea boots together as well <sighs> I love my Chelsea boots, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I like to wear them any chance I get. Well, they look good on you, so you're fine. Oh, that thank is. you. I've been working on my calves. Speaking of shoes, actually, Yeezys. Yeah, now, you... I'm not I'm not on the up and up in fashion here. Hey, what are Yeezys, Dan? I, I got you. Kanye West, Yeezy Kanye. shoes. If this, all right, I guess, like, they're not selling out anymore. And Adidas really? is actually like having a genuinely hard time, not getting rid of them, but like selling them out with selling them out within like a minute. Interesting. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's very weird. Because you know, for as clueless in fashion as I am, I do know that Yeezys. <laughs> every time I've heard them come up, have just been sold out the near instant they go up. Do you know what they at look least like? according to some of my fashionable friends? Do you know what they um, look like? Like the shoe? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen them. What do you think of them? Like the style? Yeah. Um, I like. Yes, of course you mean the style. Um. Honestly, I do not like the style at all. I think like the sole just looks weird to me. See, that's where I stand, and that's where I. F all right. Theory. Like it kind of just looks like a burlap sack was used as like the like concept art mm -hmm. and they kind of just like all right well walking on a burlap sack isn't comfortable what if we gave it a soul and they kind of just looked at like a piece of ballistic gel and just slammed that under it yeah no i definitely agree to that but it, it um it made me think um do you think nowadays that fashion is actually um like people buy it because it looks good or do you think it's just uh like a case of mob mentality I, w I would say it's kind of like half that and half that. Like, it's a sense of what looks good. Definitely mob mentality plays a part of it. Because, you know, in this day of social media influence, if someone that you like, let's just say, 
like a Kardashian or a sports per, um, insert basketball player here was like, hey, I really like X product. You know, people that like this person will be like, damn, I should get X product because they said it's good. And why would they lie to me? Yeah, exactly. You know? And then at the same time as well, I feel like, you know, like fashion kind of hasn't had to look good as much. Like I said, I'm not very well versed in fashion, but I feel like people buy things a lot of times just so they can flout that they can afford to buy it. Oh, yeah. That's why I like Gucci, Louis, all that stuff is popular. It's just because of the, the name. I mean, the grant of it, some of it does look good. Yeah, but definitely. The good majority of it kind of looks like shit. I'll be real. But Are you think... hating on my Gucci slides? No, I'm hating on your Gucci belt. Hey, come on. I've cut a hole in all my t-shirts so you can see it. <laughs> come on. It cost me $3,000 for this belt. Yeah. Oh, come on. Do you... Do you imagine spending $3,000 for your belt? I can't even imagine spending $3,000 on my health. Amen. <laughs> I could imagine. Like, oh, sorry. Here it... you go. <laughs> like, if you were... I, like, I'm forced to spend that on my education. You, you think I'm going to spend that on a belt? That's true. Well, I mean, remember that ring from uh, last week I showed you? Oh, I do. Did... No, I don't think that was... We didn't talk about that. But uh, no, no, your, your co-host here sent me a very <laughs> interesting ring that uh, sold for a whopping $25,000. It was it was a solid gold ring, and it looked... It was like um, the top was the mouth of a tiger, and yeah. um, $25,000. And I was thinking to myself, um, if I bought that ring, I would essentially be buying my car twice. Jeez. So, yeah. Well, that's like that's all that's always like a weird thing though whenever you make a big purchase, you know, you you look at something that you use every day and be like, "Wow, I could have bought like 12 of these." Like when I purchased my, you know, when I upgraded my computer, it's like, "Wow, I could have you know bought a lot of oh, what do I milk with this?" <laughs> Dude, I could have got so many fucking gallons of milk if I didn't want to upgrade my goddamn computer. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I think too, Bobby. <laughs> Every day of my goddamn life. I'm like, if only I didn't buy this computer, I could have had 17 gallons of whole milk in my fridge. Is your computer only worth 17 gallons of milk? Probably. This computer's not running too hot these days. Goodness. I didn't take advantage of the hot deals on Cyber Monday. Oh, wait. The Cyber Monday Massacre strikes again. It's me. You want to talk about... Did you buy anything on Cyber Monday? Did I buy anything on Cyber Monday? You know, the question is, is did I? Because I don't really know. Hmm. Um, no, I want to say no, just because, like, I've recently hit a point where anything I buy is just extra. Like, I have everything I would want. That's good. Which, for the most part, that is. You know, of course, you know, things come up, but... So no, I didn't really partake in the uh, fuck fest that is searching for a good deal. Understandable. <laughs> and like, and overall, I always thought those things were kind of like traps because you know, like Black Friday and Cyber Monday, they get you to buy things that you really never would have bought in the first place. So essentially, you're not even getting a deal. You're still losing money, just less than you would if you out purchased it. Oh, I agree. I think I I'm firsthand um, of the whole 
buying th- something I don't need just because it's on sale. <laughs> um, I bought. A, I know somebody like that. Yeah. Like that really does that. <laughs> yeah, I bought a I bought a mini waffle maker, and it it makes the waffles into a shape of a heart. Do I need that? Really? No. You know, yeah, it does. How but much, do I, I don't how, need how it. How much did you spend on it? I only it was like ten bucks. That's so, really good, actually. Yeah, and I got a rice cooker. I got a couple pairs of jeans. I got a new dress shirt. And um, let me tell you, I was really debating them pulling the trigger on a new pair of um, like black and white plaid pants. Oh so yeah, really tempted because you know, you know, I love those. You know, I'm out oh. here styling in them. But all I, the time, Dan, Dan can rock any form of fashion you can think of. Yeah. My man looks good in a trash bag. Mm, I haven't tried. Mostly because he wears trash bags a lot. Well, yeah. I, I've i subbed out all my hoodies for just trash bags. Yeah, um, that and like potato bags and shit. Yeah, yeah. It keeps me nice and insulated in the winter. I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, basically, it, you know, it doesn't really get much better than that. <laughs> doesn't really get much better than that, really. Doesn't, doesn't really get much better than this right here, right now. Right here, right now. But, you know, that's... But yeah, anyway, spending mudly, mudly, fuck me, mudly, mudly, spending mudly. Mm. I'm gonna go for a take three. All right, <laughs> spending money needlessly. There we go. Is something that I probably should not do anymore, yeah. or rather, not as much, because I, I might have had a minor spending problem. I feel well, all right. I feel like if you didn't have minor spending problem when you were uh, between like sixteen and twenty, eh, you missed out. Cause those are the golden ages. Because you don't <laughs> you have mean, to... just because I didn't have to pay for anything. It's an excuse to drop money on things that I don't you, need. You don't gotta pay for bills. You don't gotta pay for rent. <laughs> you don't gotta pay for shit. It doesn't matter. And then the cost of college book came. Yeah, I mean, granted, if you want any good advice. Save your money as soon as you can. Yeah. I was say, say if anything unfortunate happens to me, I might as well just die. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, if I go to the hospital with like a broken pinky, might as well just die. Yeah. Might as well just saw the finger off. Yeah, the bone's as, not getting repaired. I might as well yeah, I might as well decide if like I can donate the pinky for money. I could probably on the black market. Do you think that would give you like a tax break? Um uh, I think it would depend on how I um wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah, like if I think if I wrote it down like oh it was going towards a good cause, then it's fine. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a song. That's so. good. All right, everybody, that was the Frying Pan Podcast. Thank you for listening. As always, we are trying to get better, so we'd appreciate any comments that you think could help us out. Any of them, you can drop us. You can <laughs> you can drop us. You can drop them at this email. What's that email? In the pan podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And our links to social media is twitter.com slash the frying pan pod. We've got an Instagram, which is also the frying pan pod. And lo and behold, we got a we got a pod bean. We got a pod bean. Mm. It's the frying pan. It's podbean.com slash frying pan. Um, so those are our general social medias. And we're also on YouTube. Find us there, you know. Usually, if we talk about like you know um, a topic or something, and we'll say we'll link it. Usually, the link is found in the YouTube video or somewhere in the description. You can do. We're this. also on. Um, you can do it on we're Spotify also on and iTunes too. 
All right, there you go. Well, speaking of Spotify and iTunes, we are also on Spotify and iTunes. So remember to rate us on there. Give us a download. Give us a listen. We'd appreciate it greatly. I have been Robert. I thought you were going to keep going. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I am still Dan. And thank you for listening to the Frying Fan Podcast. Tune in next Thursday for our newest episode where we might have a special guest. We might not. Who knows? I sure as hell don't. I'm always in the dark. He's a critical. Have a great week, folks. He's a critically acclaimed YouTuber. Critically acclaimed. He's on the rise. I mean, when you're on the bottom, brother, you're always on the come up. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, See ya. Can you not? Can I what? Can you be more professional? Can you eat my fucking ass?